This is Redefining the Counterculture on Witten Radio. Make sure to check out our website at wittenradio.com. Guys, you're listening to another episode of Redefining the Counterculture right here on Witten Radio. Today, we are joined by special music guests, the Dolly Rats. We're joined by Kelly, and she's talking to us today. Kelly, how's it going? It's going great. Thanks for having me. Well, you're welcome. You're welcome. I'm so excited uh, to talk to you today. You you guys have some amazing stuff going on. Um, you've got a tour, a uh, new album, and it's just a whirlwind of emotions right now. I Tell me, how do you feel? Uh, I feel excited and a little terrified because I'm not sure how I'm going to get everything done. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. I completely understand. Um this has uh, got to be an exciting time for you. You've got um, a tour that was just announced um, uh, that's taking place next month through August. And um, I saw some of the cities on there. It's looking really, really good. Um, you guys are going to be out with uh, the Pink Spiders. And uh, how do you feel about that? I can't wait. I We love getting out on the road. Um, Lewis and I have been touring pretty much our whole adult lives and and for a while I got a little bit tired of it um we just did it for so many years and you know you you kind of you kind of lose your appreciation for things when when it's just the same thing over and over again um but we had kids uh, so we now have a, a five-year-old and a two-year-old and touring is is new and exciting and crazy again um for all sorts of different reasons so I, I can't wait to get back out on the road Absolutely, absolutely. You and Lewis have such a such a beautiful relationship. I, I know it's you know it's it's not perfect. No relationship is, uh, no mar- You know, but how do you how do you guys? I mean, you get you guys flow so well together. Your energy is, is just spellbinding. Um, what is the secret to your relationship and just you know how it's been so strong, how it's remained so strong throughout the years? I mean, I, I think we got really lucky finding each other. Um, you know, we've we've been together since we were 17, and I hear a lot of people say that, like, oh, my first love, you know, was was really special. And I I I don't know any different, um, but I, I but I definitely think there is something to that because we we've grown up together in, in every sense of the word. I mean, literally and. You know, we, we've been through so many different experiences and, you know, we've gotten to express ourselves artistically. We've, you know, got science degrees. Um, we've, we've traveled. You know, we've, we've done a whole lot together and now we're parenting together. And I think at the core of it, it's just, you know, I, I really like him and, you know, he still likes me. So, you know, we, we definitely have our days and our times and, you know, there are even seasons of, of life together where it's, it's not easy. You know, and sometimes that's outside stuff, you know, as we, we keep the band as positive and, you know, fun and outwardly light as we possibly can. But, you know, we're, you know, we're grown ups and we have, you know, we have our struggles as well, you know, health things or, you know, family things that happen and, you know, the most important thing is that we just try to to be there for each other and, and not lose sight of, you know, all the good stuff that we've got going on as well. Absolutely, absolutely. And, you know, uh, parenting is its, its own, um, I guess, not set of um, 
it, it's not op- opposition per se, but parenting, you know, it presents its own um, trial, you know, trials of adversity or just time. Yeah. It's, it's hard. <laughs> <laughs> you can just say it's hard. <laughs> Very hard. I tried to clean it up, but how, yeah. do you, how do you balance being a mom, you know, with being, you know, a rock star, so to speak? Um, so I'm not sure, I'm not sure what happened, but about, you know, I think it was after the March tour, um, we got home from it and there's something that happens. I mean, I think, you know, a lot of people are are fortunate enough to go on vacation, um, or, you know, at least go on like weekend trips or you go camping or like when you get to do something outside of your normal everyday thing in your house and your job around the same people, when you come back to it, you, you have a perspective and, and sometimes that perspective has changed. You know, sometimes you look at, you know, your kitchen and you see like in the corners, like this, all the dirt that somehow has accumulated. <laughs> and you're like, you're like, wow, like I've never seen that before. Or, you know, like I'll walk into our house and I'll just be like, wow, like, I I can't believe I live here with my kids. Like, I can't believe I have kids, you know, and it's just going away and coming back always, like, triggers a reset for me in a way. And and recently I, I came back from one of these trips and, you know, I, I'm a very anxious, energetic kind of person. And, you know, I, I like things to be in order because when things become chaotic, I, I just feel anxious about it. Um, and with kids, that's nearly impossible. And so I was I was struggling a lot with, you know, just keeping, like, some sense of order with, like, our physical home life um, as well as keeping, you know, my my brain straight while trying to work and deal with the kids at the same time. And so I've decided to kind of give up on working while I'm engaging with my kids, which means I'm not sleeping as much anymore um, because it's pretty much after they go to bed or the the few times a week when I have childcare where Lewis and I actually sit down and work together, but it's better. You know, I, I feel like I'm more present. I am trying to be just more calm and chill about it. And I, I didn't tell Lewis that I was trying to do this. And he actually said, like, a while ago, he's like, you're kind of zen lately. What's going on? <laughs> like, I don't know what happened. Maybe it's just that, you know, I had two kids. I was breastfeeding. I was dealing with some health stuff. I'm totally okay and healthy and awesome now. And maybe I just have a new appreciation for things. I don't know what's going on, but it's it's all really good. So I'm just going with it. I love it. I love it. And you made such a, uh, I mean, you brought that home so much when you talked about, when you spoke about the kitchen, you know, because it's like that. I think sometimes taking a step back or taking a step away for a little while opens your eyes to things that you, you, you know, you may have missed before. Um, and so I think that that was really cool. That really brought it home. Um, I want to talk about, you know, just your music. Um, your style of music is, is you know, it's riveting, and I, I've you know, like just seeing the progression of your music, it's been it's been you know wonderful. It's been a wonderful journey. Um, would you say that motherhood has also helped to kind of shape your your sound and to kind of shape your the, the writing process, so to speak, for your for your music? 
I think a little bit, but probably in unexpected ways. Um, I, my voice right now is just like, I, I love the tone of my voice now. And when I was younger, it, it didn't sound the way it did now. I think maturity and, and learning to use my voice over all the years of touring and studio work and everything, I think, you know, that is something that has, has changed. And I don't know if it's like just age, hormones, life, you know, whatever has happened. Um, I've never felt more confident of, about my voice before. And I think that confidence, you know, it, it trickles into the other things, not just my performance, but in just speaking and, and being able to express myself. I think, you know, I waited a long time to become a mother. I always knew, you know, Lewis and I were 17 years old when we decided we were going to have kids together. And we waited almost another 17 before we actually did it. And so I've, I've definitely thought through all of it, but I, I didn't expect to come out of the experience feeling as strong and secure as I do now. I think I, I have a confidence that I, I've never had before. Um, I mean, there are, you know, the flip side of that is like my poor body has done some crazy stuff and, you know, my body has changed in ways that like where my voice changed in a way I love, like, you know, maybe, you know, <laughs> I got a little bit of a mom pooch that I'm not digging that I still can't get to go away. But, you know, it's, <laughs> it's, it's stuff like that, that we all experience. And I think, you know, whatever the path is in life, whether it's children or, or different experiences, I think, you know, that's definitely going to change the art. Um, but I, I think that the thing that makes our band a little bit different is that Lewis and I have been writing music together since we were probably 20-ish or 19, 20, um, when we started the band. And when we write together, we we kind of go back in time and we, it's it's almost like we get to to visit our old selves in a way with, with the wisdom of, of the life that we've lived so far. But, but there is a youthful exuberance and a, a reminiscence, I think, that we can experience together that I don't know that that many other people share. Um, you know, there are a lot of bands where, you know, it's best friends, and I, I assume that it's like that with them too. Um, but, you know, it's, it's definitely it's definitely been more confident when we're writing together at this stage. Absolutely, absolutely. I um I think that it's amazing that you know you and Lewis have um you know stayed together for so long and have been friends for so long. Um, has there ever been a time I guess um, that you two have been together that um, just I guess growing pains within the relationship. Um, made it hard to to be a band, so to speak? Definitely. Um, I think the first, well, man, pretty much every time we try and do something new, it's hard. You know, whether it's when we, you know, moved out to California, um, those first two years were painful. Um, I'm really close to my family, and I, I desperately missed them. And I missed our friends. I missed, you know, the grocery stores I grew, grew up going to. Um, so we moved from Florida to, you know, a small town of Florida. Um, and then we went to college in Sarasota, Florida, also a pretty small town, to Los Angeles. And we lived downtown. And, you know, we were there for about a decade, but it it was tough. Um, and then 
learning to write together was weird and hard. I, I, you know, neither of us had written poetry or, you know, even written music. We had just played music that we liked, you know, like learned how to play playing along to Nirvana and, you know, Hole and The Cure and like, you know, our, our favorite music at that time. And so, you know, there was that. There was when uh, we were recording our third record, A Little Messed Up. That was when Lewis really wanted to start learning how to engineer music. And we lived in a really a, a small bedroom apartment in downtown L.A. And I can just remember him, you know, sitting at the computer with these speakers blaring playing our songs on repeat over and over and over again and trying to figure out how it worked. And I just remember starting to hate music. I was like, I hate music. I like, but I had nowhere to go. And, and he was learning something new and I was happy for him to be learning something. But at the same time, I wanted to just run away from it. I was like, I can't stand this anymore. And, you know, there, there've definitely been times like that where, you know, we're, we're growing in some way and the other person has to tolerate it and, and kind of just try and support and just go along for a little while with the understanding that nothing lasts forever. And, you know, we'll, the more important thing is that we have each other and whatever the rest of it is, you know, will pass. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. I, um, <laughs> I can imagine how that was. Oh God, I was losing my mind. <laughs> I was getting a visual. You're telling me, and I, I could totally imagine how that would probably be frustrating. And <laughs> I mean, I, I would be laying in bed, like, with earplugs, just trying. And he'd be like, what sounds better, this or this, this or this, this or this. And, I mean, I had no idea. I was like, I don't know, and I don't care anymore. <laughs> like, I, I hate it. Like, I, I have trouble listening to that album to this day even because – it kind of, it just creates this anxiety. And I really almost quit then. I was like, and it wasn't just that. It was that, you know, we we wrote with a bunch of outside writers and, you know, we had just, you know, our record before was Because I'm Awesome. And we had, we had reached a level of success that we were striving to hit again and had all this pressure to write a song better than Because I'm Awesome. And it was hard for a lot of reasons. Um, but I definitely wanted to step back from music once the album was done and he wanted to keep working on it. And it, and that was the part that was really hard. Once we got out on the road again, it was better. Um, but, but yeah, that, Oh God, that little period of time, any, any of my close friends. And I think I was was about 27 and I remember thinking like, I just want to quit and have babies. I just want to quit, be a mom, go get a normal job, just forget all this. But, you know, I was like, I'm going to give it a little more time. I'll give it a little more time. And, you know, fortunately I did because, you know, I ended up being able to love this again (laughs) and then also have babies and be a mom. Absolutely. Absolutely. Those maternal instincts kicking in and just, you know, the, the growth and maturity that you experienced. um, What was it that, I guess that just renewed your interest and kind of kept you in, you know, in the realm of music because you could have gone, you know, a completely, completely different direction, but you chose to stay and, you know, you continue to choose to stay. Um, What is it that I guess that draws you to music? 
think it's an illness inside of me. <laughs> I I can't stop it. Like even when I have wanted to stop, um, I just want to keep doing it. Even even at the hardest points, it's still the the choice that I make. And I love traveling, and I love meeting people, and I love talking to people. Um, I'm I'm really shy. Like if if you were to meet me on the playground with my kids, you would not think that I stand on stage and go to shows and I like do meet and greets and talk to people. Cause like, I, I'm actually shy in my personal life, but when, when I get to do the band, I, I feel like I, I let a lot more of myself out um, and feel like the people watching me, appreciated it's not a, a judgment thing it's just like I feel like I'm giving something that people are liking and wanting and so that that is a bit of an addictive thing and I don't I don't think I can stop that so in some way shape or form like I'm hooked <laughs> <laughs> I love it I love it um you so you guys have been around for you know you've been together for quite some time making music and you know, obviously, when you first started, compared to where you're at now, there have been even changes in the industry. Um, are you happy with the way, I guess, the way the, the, the scene has gone? And are you happy with the way that music has kind of evolved since you've been a part of the scene? I'm I'm happy because for the the stages of our band, it has worked out really, really, really well. Um you know, we when we started out, we we toured without a cell phone. You know, we had an Atlas and MapQuest printouts and stuff. Um, and if we had interviews, we would stop at pay phones. And, you know, we, we collected email addresses, but, you know, our emails were plain text. And we we got to do it like that. And we got to experience different scenes in different parts of the country and, and be a part of that as a national touring band, which was really, really cool. Um, and then I, I feel like in a way with the growth of the internet and the way that people communicate and interact now, you know, there's a little bit less of that neighborhood and small city kind of scene environment from what I can tell, um, in my experience. And so I think it's a little bit unfortunate for young bands now, um, because, you know, anybody can record something. Um, pretty much anybody can book a show. But I don't know that there are those built-in scenes that we enjoyed um, in our early touring days. That you know, it's like, oh, you're a you're, you know pop punky rock band. Well, well, we want you to play in our basement. You know, and we want you to play in our basement two towns over because Wisconsin has this awesome scene. You know, we would spend a week in Wisconsin back in the day. Um, but I don't I don't know that that exists in the same way because a lot of the musical interaction is online, which for us is great. I mean, we we engage, you know, with our fans every single day, and most of those fans live in places that we're not going to visit anytime soon. And so I feel like it, it allows us to stay close to our fans while being able to, you know, tour not as much as we used to and, and still have a family and a, and a life at home where we get, you know, we could still be a band every single day. We we work as a band, but we don't have to actually be, you know, on the road. 
Absolutely. Absolutely. I, I love it. And I, I think that that's a, you know, it's a really detailed breakdown of, you know, how things have really evolved. Um, I want to jump ahead just for a minute. Um, you guys have, um, you know, recently announced your tour. Um, have you guys already started gearing up for it? Not really. Cause, so what we're doing right now, we have all of our, like, shirts and posters and pins and 8 by 10s and and all of these things for our album pre-order are arriving. Uh, we got lunch boxes today, and like all this stuff is arriving at our house. And we are going to have oh, to wow. ship off thousands of packages by two weeks from now, if possible, three weeks from now. Um, yeah. So I can't even wrap my brain around anything else um and in the middle of that we're going to midwest punk fest in bloomington illinois for four days um we're playing the the 14th um at midwest punk fest and we have a house party in st louis and then the next day i'm playing midwest punk fest with my side project called Jarrett and kelly with Jarrett reddick from bowling for soup so i don't know how i'm gonna do all that so i i can't really get to the tour just yet but i will I promise I will. I mean, we've got to play the show on the 14th, so I know that we'll at least have a set list and we'll know the new songs that we're going to be playing on the tour and that kind of stuff. And to be honest, we don't we don't rehearse a whole lot before tours anymore. We we get in a couple, you know, Lewis and I will rehearse and then our drummer rehearses in California and then we'll do one rehearsal before the start of the tour and then just jump right in. Holy crap. Is that, I mean... I'm guessing that's just, you know, like you guys just know each other so well. I mean, do you do you yeah. find that you do you still get nervous before you play or Yeah, I'm I'm pretty terrified usually. Um we call it the pre-show low. If you ever see us or or interview us before a show like we're just really sleepy and quiet and just kind of <laughs> Just kind of weird, and I think it's a like an anxiety reaction or something like we just kind of shut down. And then we all of a sudden it's like, oh, it's showtime! I'm not ready. I didn't write the set list. I have to pee. I need a glass of wine. And it's like, oh no! Like, what did I just do for two hours? And it's like I just sat there zonked out or something, waiting oh for the God. show. Yeah, it's we're so weird, and it's it's always been that way. I mean, we used to drink a lot more before shows, but you know, it it's just weird. I don't know. We're weirdos, but yeah, I do get nervous. If I don't get nervous, I'm I'm kind of always like, oh, maybe it's not going to be a great show because I don't care enough. Uh, but that <laughs> that rarely happens. It rarely happens. Is there um, have, do you so you perform you know many shows? Is there one in particular that you would just describe as like your favorite or the perfect show that you performed? Because I know I'm sure it probably all runs together after a while. But is there just one show in particular or one festival that just really resonates with you as being, you know, the best of the best, so to speak? It's, it is a hard thing to to kind of figure out. I mean, there's some shows that I've played where I was at each stage in the band where I was just immensely proud that we, like, didn't embarrass ourselves <laughs> or something. 
Um, but most of most of the ones that I feel I'm most proud of are where my parents showed up. Um, like we got to play on one of the piers where they they do shows with Joan Jett in New York City, and my parents flew up to see me, and it was it was epic. Um, it rained. A dog ran out on the stage, um, but we were in perfect form, and I. We had been really, we had been rehearsing a lot, like right at that time, trying to learn the record and trying to kind of get a little bit more confident on stage because it wasn't, being on stage was never something I thought I was going to do in life. And it, it's not something that it has come easily. Um, I still am very self-conscious on stage, although now I'm much better at pretending I don't care. Um, but, but yeah, it's, it's a little bit weird still which I hope it always will be because if it's normal, then it's just boring. Absolutely. Absolutely. What is it like? I know this is kind of a, a weird question, but what is it like for you being on stage and performing? Do you, do you lose yourself essentially? I mean, to, to the music and do you kind of zone out, so to speak? I mean, I, I would imagine. Yeah. It's a like high. It's, it's a little out of body ish or something. Um, because like, I've I've performed in all different stages of like health and sickness or like you know I think right after I had River our first kid I think we did some dates with um one of the black flats in Southern California and I was 8 weeks post C-section and I remember being completely terrified but the second the song starts whether like I have a sprained ankle or, you know, I, I just had a C-section and I have a brand new baby backstage or, you know, like whatever is going on or, or like my, my father just passed away and I have to play a show. Like all the things that are happening in my mind go away. And I think, I think that that has been the greatest gift that music has given me actually is, is a peacefulness that I don't really feel at any other point in my life. I mean, when I'm asleep, I'm dreaming. When I'm awake, I'm daydreaming, thinking of 10 things at a time, looking at 10 other things. Like when I play music, there's kind of nothing going on up there when it's a good one. When I start getting distracted and looking at people in the crowd and like watching people on their phones or like, you know, when it's, when it's a little too close or, or just not quite the right vibe, like those shows I struggle with, but the really good ones, I don't even remember, I think. Man, I would imagine it'd be cathartic and out of body-ish, like you said. That's uh, got to be just an amazing feeling. And it's awesome. <laughs> I'm so <laughs> grateful. <laughs> Man, I hear you. I hear you. Um, I want to jump ahead just again, um, and I want to talk about your newest album that's set to come out next month. Tell me about it. What was the writing process like? Um, so Lewis and I both are kind of procrastinators. Um, so we we booked a, we booked studio time for January twenty second um, because what we do is we usually track and write at our home studio and then we meet our producer John Fields at at his studio wherever that may be. So it, it's been you know different studios in Los Angeles um, and he recently he moved back to Minneapolis where he's from. So for Whiplash Splash we were in Minneapolis at his studio and then this time we went to Minneapolis and we went to his studio for a little bit and then we went to a studio called Pachyderm 
um, which is where some of our favorite albums from the 90s were recorded. Um, Steve Albini loved the place, so In Utero, um, some Babes in Toyland, uh, PJ Harvey, some Soul Asylum, a lot of really awesome 90s stuff uh, was recorded there. And it's just this awesome, this, this house that's like all glass windows looking out on a creek in the middle of nowhere with the studio off to the side, and it was snowing a lot. So, you know, that was that was the end goal right there. Um, but the in between the not writing at a very quick pace and getting to Pachyderm, my dad passed away. Um, so as of like the beginning of December, I think we had a third, maybe a quarter or a third of the songs written. Our goal was to write at least 20 songs before we got there. Um, and so my dad passed away December 21st, and I had no idea how the album was going to happen because I was not in any shape to be doing it. He had been sick for a long time, so it wasn't totally unexpected, but it was kind of unexpected at in that moment. You know, at that time, he had been doing really well. So it was a bit shocking, um, but the act of, you know, mourning and grieving and, and going through, like we put together slideshows for his, his services. And I was looking at all these pictures from my childhood and just reminiscing about what an incredible life I've had and, you know, looking at my own mortality and the experiences that I've had. And I just, I, I was crushed and I was sad, but I also felt so insanely grateful and happy that my life was the way that it is. And so, you know, it it was a gift. And, you know, Lewis and I would come out to our studio after we put our kids to sleep uh, every night that I could function. And we would just pretty much start playing something. Um, and then I feel like the rock and roll god or somebody like just put ideas in the ether that we just grabbed from and it flowed out in a way that it, it just hasn't before. I think we were in an emotional space that allowed us to to tap into things that we haven't before. Um, but the album isn't in any way sad or depressing. It, it's a really fun, happy, lively, exciting, powerful, urgent album. And I think that that's why. Um, so, so yeah, it was definitely a weird writing experience, but it, it worked out for the best. Absolutely, absolutely. I um, can't even imagine what it was like for you losing your father during this time. And um, I'm sure that part of the process was cathartic for you, but it still must have been hard. Um, how did you get through it? I mean, I just couldn't imagine losing yeah. your father. I mean, I, I definitely cried a lot. Um, and but, but the thing is, like, music does make me happy, and writing music with Lewis is one of my favorite things. So, you know, as much as I, I didn't want to start doing it every time we sat down to do it, as soon as I did start, I was like, oh, okay, I feel a little bit better. I feel a little bit better. And with each song, I, I just felt like, oh, okay, I can do this. It's going to be okay. Um, and of course, Lewis is just amazing. He's so supportive. I mean, he was, he was struggling too. I mean, he's known my dad since he was 16 years old. And so, you know, he was also grieving, but, you know, he kind of carried me through it. 
is a way that he he also kind of had to carry me through the, the two records before that when I was like super pregnant and you know just laying down on the couch with a giant belly hanging over. Um, but <laughs> you know this it was a little bit different this time because you know my body was working and I felt strong in in all the other ways, but emotionally I felt very you know it, it was very raw. I would imagine so. What would what would you say is like your most um, fondest memory of your father? Oh man, just being out in the yard with him. I I was the oldest of two girls. My sister's three years younger than me, and so you know he just I just did everything with him. Um, my mom was a nurse. She worked nights a lot. Um, most of my early childhood, she worked nights, and so you know the weekends. Usually we would let mom sleep one of the days and my dad would, you know, take us to the beach or on adventures. We would, you know, take boat trips up the river. It was just, we were outdoors all the time um, or building stuff. He, he had um, a couple different businesses, but they're all furniture related um, businesses. So he taught me how to build stuff and use my hands and, you know, climb trees and do landscaping and, you know, keep the inside and outside of a house clean. And he also just taught me to to be adventurous and, you know, to to follow my passions and to, you know, be myself. He he was always an entrepreneur. And, um, but he, so my dad was an entrepreneur and I, I saw him, I saw him do things that took bravery and courage all the time. And he had to believe in himself and just trust that things were going to work out. And, and I think that that, you know, that's definitely something that's a part of me. And I already see it in my kids. So, you know, I think just being adventurous and, and doing things that scare you are, are probably the two most, most important things I learned from him. I love it. I love it. Thank you so much for taking the time to do an interview with me. I really appreciate it. You got it. It was a really fun one. Thank you. Thank you so much. Got it. Take care. Okay.